What's up, everybody? This is Carleon Wilson, your Section 2 hyphen coordinator, and this is a brand new episode of our hyphen podcast. We thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. All right, hey, everybody. This is Logan. And this is Carl. And welcome to the hyphen podcast, SoCal hyphen podcast. Um, we're, we're switching things up a little bit. You're probably used to hearing Carl's beautiful voice a lot. But Facts. now you're, you're yeah. going to hear my annoying voice. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. He said, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we are here today with uh, Sister Jane Malik. That's how you pronounce your name. Your you last said name. Jane <laughs> again. Did you just say Jane? Jane? I said Jane again. again. I literally told myself. This? Oh, my goodness. I literally told myself I wasn't going to say Jane. I said Jen, <laughs> Jane before world. this. It's because I'm wearing a hat. Look like I'm Jane hat. from Tarzan. It's, it's, the, so. it's the hat. Yeah, I apologize, okay. Jen. It is not Jane. It is Jen. <laughs> Jennifer Malik. You guys said your last name right. Right. You did say my last name I right. I said your last yeah. name right. I nailed that. The first name, the easiest part was the one I messed up. Wow. Good time. <laughs> so we're here with Jen Malik, uh, who is on our, our SoCal hyphen team. Um, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and uh, kind of what you do for hyphen. Yeah. So first off, I am not a SoCal native. I am originally from Northern California, the good old Bay Area. All right. Yeah, go Giants. Oh, oh, no, no, don't go Giants. Logan's literally wearing a Dodgers shirt right now. Yeah, I'm feeling a bit of tension in the room. (laughs) 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 Anyways, um, yeah, so I moved down to Southern California seven years ago when I attended Azusa Pacific University, Mm. got my BA in communication studies and journalism, and then thought I would leave Southern California because, fun fact, Los Angeles was the last place I ever wanted to move to. Yeah. And uh, nope, God had other plans, and I've been here for the last three years. I work in uh, advertising as a copywriter, and I attend uh, Pastor Rich and Tamara Brown's church, Life Church, which is in Covina, California. Okay. And yeah, I love it. Wow, wow, that's awesome. That's really awesome. I didn't know you were from the Bay Area. I didn't know that. That's very cool. We actually I found that out at. Hyphen Conference. Hyphen Conference, yeah. You were sort of telling a little little bit about your background and everything Mm -hmm. like that. Okay. Cool, cool. cool. Where in the Bay Area? Like San Francisco specifically? So my family's in San Jose, which is an hour south of San Francisco, but I grew up more in the Monterey Bay Area. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it up there in North Carolina. It's I don't beautiful. Go up there yeah. So beautiful. So far. I wish I, I need to, we need I to just make trips up been. there. I literally haven't been. Just take really? a trip up no. the PCH. It's yeah. the most beautiful drive That's in the what country. That's what I'm doing right now. We got to do it. Big Sur. Camping in Big Sur. It's the best. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. super down. And go visit my sister. Yeah. She's up at She's up at CLC. That would be lit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. We could hit up Karina. Anyways, okay, that's a side topic. So, uh, what 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 exactly do you do for hyphen for uh, for those who don't really who aren't really familiar with you? Um, what do you do for hyphen for our so for our SoCal division and uh, you know maybe at your home church etc. Yeah, so for SoCal hyphen, I like you guys am one of the newer members. So I joined the SoCal hyphen team a year and a half ago. Oh, okay, very nice. As uh, doing all of our social media uh-huh. uh, promotions and uh-huh. and running that. So it's been fun. Um, I've actually, my whole world is wrapped up in social media. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, as I mentioned, I work in advertising and actually work on the digital creative team, which uh, runs uh, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, all of that. So I write ads for that from video to banners to uh, everything. Um, So that's a little bit of my background. But I also do social media at my church. 
as well as I did it for National Hyphen for a bit. Um, so kind Very of have cool. had <laughs> my cool taste with social media. Um, but on a local level, I'm the hyphen director at Life Church. Great. Um, and it's just thriving, and it's so incredible. I mean, the, just being able to um, m- serve in, in the hyphen ministries, I think it's one of the most uh, incredible ministries. Mm. And it's it's such a unique ministry, too. And it is absolutely essential um, to helping young adults become not only uh, who they're meant to be within the church, mm-hmm. but also outside the church. And that's what I'm really passionate about, about being the church outside the four walls. So yes. whether it's in our on our campuses mm-hmm. or in our workplaces or whatever that looks like, it's providing a ministry that gives them the resources to be able to be yeah. that church outside the four walls. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I, I love it and serve with an awesome team there at Life Church and I'm also the promotions director on the national hyphen team, also new to that team as well. And we just, you know, came up on a NAYC and that got me a real taste of (laughs) of the behind the scenes. And I just have such a greater appreciation for every single ministry that uh, pours months and months, you know, years in advance for for those conferences where lives are changed forever. Wow. Wow. That's really, really cool. Um, I think I when me and you talked uh, like at hyphen conference, that's when I found mm-hmm. out, I think that you were on the national team. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa, like, that's crazy. Like that's, that's, that's the, that's the real deal. Like that's, that's the next, that's the next step up from, from, you know, from SoCal for me, it's like, we're on the SoCal team. And that was like, that was really cool. But she's like, Oh yeah. Like I'm on the national team. I was like, Whoa, like that's, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Um, but man, that's, that's very, very cool. I know that, um, you know, since, since we've been on the team, We've really, we, me and Carl have particularly, we really have enjoyed working with you. It has mm-hmm. been. Definitely. You guys are cool. awesome. You guys have been a breeze. It's. Uh, you guys, these two are breeze. these two are the real deal. So. Uh, man, we are, <laughs> we are we are all we are all right. We're trying. Yeah, struggling, but it's okay. We're checking through. Adequate. <laughs> adequate. There you go. No, for sure. Joe just gave us a fifty-fifty. So so. Hey, oh, he that's said all right. that. That's all right, Joe. No, and and I was also gonna say, um, I think that. Jane is also like. Did you just call me Jane? No, no he said Jane. Jane. Oh, okay. He said Jane this time. <laughs> I said he Jane. says it right. I, he says it right. I'm I said, terrible. We'll, we'll play that tape back later. <laughs> oh, um, that's funny. No, but but Jane, I I think um, also like like every t- we always sort of explain like why we have people on, and I think Jane, we wanted to have her on because like in the conversations that we've had and that I've had with her as well. She just seems like she has a lot of information to to give, and her own personal testimony, and the way she the way she is like where where she, how she got to where she is now, I think is a story that could really help other people, mm-hmm. and so that's why we that's why we want to put people on the podcast that we feel like they have something to give, and so that's why you're on today. We really appreciate your time, um, but yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and dive in. Uh, yeah, um, why don't you take the next question, Carl? So she already like. It gave us a bit of example of like what she does for hyphen. So like within your time, I see you so you've been on the the local team or the, the district team mm-hmm. for a year and a half mm-hmm. and then the the national team for how long? Since February. Okay. So within your time, you know, being in this hyphen uh position, uh what have you seen so far? Um I know a year and a half is, is, is relatively short, but mm-hmm. you had to have seen some changes and some things uh you know, change and adjust and things like that. What have you seen in your time um, being so far in hyphen? Absolutely. So I think one of the biggest things that I've seen is there's a shift happening in hyphen ministries. And we know that hyphen began about 
10 years ago, I want to say, is when it started, when they were recognizing we really need something in between, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. you know, marriage and, and youth. Mm -hmm. And so what we've begun to see is, you know, we know the statistics. We know that there's statistics that say, oh, young adults are leaving and all of this. But I want to say within the UPC that those statistics do not define our young adults. Agreed. Definitely, yeah. I, I definitely believe that. I believe that this is the most talented generation, the most gifted generation. Yeah. And I believe what God is doing is is shifting us to even just seasons of sanctification and along pairing that with the giftings that we've been given mm -hmm. to be able to do things by his spirit, by by his direction and allow God to do things that we've never seen before. And I believe that's going to be outside outside the church. I believe that a big thing that uh, God's really been just uh, pouring into my life, and I've been seeing it not only in, in, our, in our hyphen and at a national level too, is that we're becoming very missions-minded. And now when we think missions, we think foreign missions, right? right That's right. usually the first thing we think. But when I say missions-minded, I mean missions-minded in regards to our, on a local level, in our neighborhoods, on our campuses, in our workplaces, mm -hmm. church planters. I believe that we're going to see many, many church planters and that that is what is beginning to just get a hold of the young adults. That They don't, yes, let them thrive in their churches. We're providing a ministry that they can thrive and get resources. And those who aren't connected to the church can come in and have a place where they can learn and grow. Mm -hmm. But then those, you know, who have been in church and even those who are newer are being like, well, now I got I got to be part of the Great Commission. I have to go out. I got I got to spread this message, right. and so you know, church is a Monday through Sunday thing because we're the church. Mm -hmm. Ecclesia means called out. We're literally called out to be that Monday through Sunday, and that's what I think is. I'm just seeing that shift in in young adults and having conversations with people who are just so excited and what and that they're getting to just live and breathe the gospel every single day, you know. And so that's what I'm seeing in in Hyphen Ministries. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. That's really that that's that's very, very good. I, I can I can attest to that. I think since since I've been here in, in UPC specifically, I've seen and I've watched as things have kind of grown. Mm. Even just since like even like hyphen conference last yeah. year. Like yeah. how much yeah. bigger Definitely. it's oh my gotten goodness. and, and yeah. just really just incredible moves of God, um, how powerful it is and how powerful really, like you said, how powerful this generation is. I think mm -hmm. you know, I think you hit it right on the head. We we really are an incredibly talented generation, gifted generation, and um, you know it is important that we, that we, uh, that we as a whole can see that, recognize that, and uh, understand how to tap into it and mm -hmm. tap into our full potential. Because I still don't even think we've tapped into it yet. I think we're we barely hit the tip of the oh, iceberg. Definitely, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Even I was gonna say also even if you listen to the second episode of the Hyphen Podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Brother Jerry Jones spoke on that. Mm -hmm. You know, we asked him that question at the end. You know, what 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 would you say to this generation if you could speak to all of them? And like I was telling Logan, we were speaking about this yesterday. We were talking, and it really surprised me. And it shouldn't really surprise me, but it does. That his answer was basically like, like he 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 believes in us, yeah, and he is. He, he can see that we're going to make a big change and he's he's behind us and he supports us. He's like, just like you guys just said, uh, super talented and we're going to be the, the, the best of the best to come. And so um, just having that, just feeling that support from your elders mm -hmm. and 
and from those who have done it mm-hmm. and been yeah. there yeah. and been our age and been hyphen. Right. Um, it's really, really empowering. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that once people start to realize that um, even though there is some generational gap in, in the way we might, the way we might, we, the way we might even approach ministry, there mm-hmm. might be some generational mm-hmm. gaps, but yeah, these elders believe in us. Um, yeah. Our pastors believe in us. Our, our ministers, they believe in us. And I think that um, we've got to take that next step. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think what we're doing right now, that's one of those next steps. Yeah. It's like, even with, we were talking with Brother Steve Ayers um, from Bellflower, is like even podcasting being like mm-hmm. a, a new horizon, a mm-hmm. new way to minister. It's such yeah. a resource. Definitely. It is such a resource. You know, there's so many podcasts out there. And I, I mean, <laughs> we live in the greater Los Angeles area yeah. where yeah. traffic is horrendous. Oh, it takes time. me two hours to get to church during oh, the week. Yeah, it's, yeah wow. I mean, to go an hour, 12 miles after work every day. So podcasts are my, my bestie, you know, like I love podcasts, but one of the things, you know, that I've been really just been asking myself is like, man, why are there not more apostolic podcasts? And there's been, there's been a few that are really upcoming, but that's something that I believe there's just such a voice to give to this generation when it comes to campus ministry, when it comes to church planning, Mm -hmm. you know, there, there are so many our age hyphen young adults who they, they have a, I think what it is, is we have a heart and we have a passion and we're so passionate, you know, we're a very passionate generation. Definitely, yeah. But when it comes to the practical side of things, we don't know how to take that passion and then begin to practically apply it, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like that is what even podcasts do. It gives you those resources to be like, here's some, here's some practical thoughts and applications, you know? And it's so, just like Brother Steve Ayers was saying, to do what we're doing, back when he was doing mm-hmm. uh, ministry, would have cost thousands of dollars, millions of dollars mm-hmm. to disseminate information the way we're doing it on such a level to where it's, it's impacting people. Um, you know, look, everyone knows that Logan and I also run the Manifest podcast. Mm-hmm. And just since we've been back doing it, we've seen so much growth and we've seen so much, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? So much interaction with the mm-hmm. podcast now. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. are really into it. And... Um, it's not about us. No. It's about the fact that, um, you know, it's easily accessible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's something that you can get to easily. You don't have to pay for it most times. And so just being able to get information out, because we, we always have so much information coming mm-hmm. at us constantly. But being able to, to dissect and get the right information right. is what I think our generation is working on. And I feel like the people, especially in our denomination, are really yes. starting to hone in on that. That is biblically founded, you know, where it's like this is this is biblical instruction from yeah. people who are filled with the spirit and, yeah. and can give me sound advice. Right. You know, we see that in in scripture where, you know, Timothy and Paul, like just so many different individuals who they received direction and yeah, yeah we we can receive that obviously in in our churches i believe every young adult if you're a young adult and you don't have a mentor you should find a mentor agreed <laughs> definitely agreed that is one of the biggest things that i that i tell our young people find a mentor who you, who can hold you accountable but this is you know podcast is just another another way for another avenue, yeah. another avenue. Yeah. yeah yeah i think i think a lot of people especially in the socal area we're so blessed with the leadership that we have oh, here. My oh goodness. yeah we really incredible. are incredible like we, we i mean all the way from the very top, from from our superintendent, mm-hmm. Brother Art Hodges, all the way to just whoever it may be, even just our local youth pastors and in, in in the churches and everything, like yeah. like yourself and like Frankie at, at our church being mm-hmm. our hyphen coordinator. I mean, I know that since I've been there, um, it really has been an absolute blessing um, to my life 
having Frankie in my life, mm-hmm. you know, and him being that mentor. Yeah, definitely. Yes, um, yeah. I think for me and Carl, even since since the beginning, since we kind of got into this, mm-hmm. uh, into being the the coordinators for our section, um, you know, Frankie has really just led us and and kind of guided us and really helped us out a lot. Mm-hmm. And I can say that, you know, in a lot of ways, um, I haven't always had a mentor in my life, but I've always had somebody that. I can go to, I think it really hasn't been until Frankie that I've had that, that solid mentor. Mm -hmm. And, um, there's been a lot of times where it saved me, you know, there's been a lot of moments where I've just been like, man, like I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for this, or if, if, if Frankie hadn't helped me out in this way, or, or if my pastor hadn't guided me in this direction or, or stuff like that, I really think it is important to have somebody on that personal level that you can just open up to and be real with with everything in your life, um, especially at this age with everything that we go through in this generation, um, it really does, uh, it really does help. Mm -hmm. It really does help. Is there, Mm -hmm. is there someone like that for you? Yes. Yeah. I have two mentors in my life and they have, they really have just guided me and helped me, especially, um, I am one of the only people in my family who is, uh, in the church. And so, it can get lonely sometimes because I know some people have their parents as mentors. And unfortunately I don't have that in my life, but the beauty of the church is that God provides spiritual parents and spiritual mentors. And and that is such a blessing. I mean, it is such a gift and to be able to have the church that is one family. And because if we're working in perfect unity with one another and love for one another, that is how people are going to come to know Jesus is by our love for one another. And it starts within the church and just having mentors who have guided me and been there um, to help me through those decisions, who have fasted and prayed with me, that has spoken volumes. Who, I mean, t- to just sacrifice their own time and, and to invest into you, especially with their busy schedules and lives. Yeah. It is so important. Even as a hyphen young adult, find someone mm-hmm. you can mentor to. Yeah. Find a young person you can pour into because the youth are looking to this generation as well. And For so sure. I believe that this is something, you know, that we just get to pass on and, and learn and grow and, and gain. There's so much wisdom out there. So, yeah, I'm very passionate about, about mentorship. And so you said you're the, the hyphen uh, leader at your church. Yes, yeah. Okay. And so what does your hyphen group look like? I mean, what are we, are we talking, like, 10 people, 15 people? So this is a bit of a story. I'll try to keep it short. But when I first came to Life Church, there was no hyphen ministry. It was like a lot of churches. Like a lot of churches. Yeah. yeah. The hyphen ministry was the youth staff. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah, During my college years, I was on the youth staff, and that was where a lot of my time was spent. Um, And then when I graduated from college, I went to a hyphen tour up in Portland. Okay. And during that time, I was just praying and God had been like speaking to me specifically about hyphen ministries and how our church needed a hyphen ministry. And so I was praying about it and God had spoken very specifically to me. And I ended up, my pastor was actually one of the speakers at the conference. And so I went up to him after service and said, hey, can I talk to you? And, and had kind of shared what God had laid on my heart. And he said, oh, me and, and another uh, man in our church had been talking about me and being able to step into that leadership. And so it's just a confirmation that this was a God thing, that mm-hmm. God was like, here's a role, here's a need, and here's yeah. something that I want you to step into. And mm-hmm. so I did. And when we first started, you know, probably, yeah, maybe about 10 people and just getting those who were already connected to the church. But since then, we've seen so much growth in the last three years. And um, on our roster, I was looking at it with our team. And we've had, I mean, 50 young adults just on the directory. And granted, those aren't 
50 people who are who are yeah, yeah, plugged sure. in but i yeah. was just saying like that's a mini church like we literally yeah. have a church within wow. the church and that is it's just it's a thriving ministry seeing young adults who they can bring their friends their school friends yeah um their co-workers you know and bring them and we've seen um quite a few young adults who are uh, not affiliated with with the upc at all or have come from families where they don't go to church at all and have received the Holy Ghost and been baptized and, you know, now plugged in and, and, and telling others about Jesus, inviting others. It's just so exciting to see. And yeah, I, it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely incredible. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that's, that really, I think you, you nailed that right on the head. Like we have a little mini church. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. It really is like throughout, um, throughout all of, all of, uh, I think UPCI and, uh, and even other organizations, you mm-hmm. know, that, I feel like this this age really hasn't been spoken to enough. And f- for when I first came here, I think seeing that there was a, a hyphen ministry. I remember when Frankie first told me about it. He's like, um, he's like, yeah. He's like, you know, we're focusing on hyphen and everything. It was literally after my first service. He was mm-hmm. talking to me about it. I had no idea what he was talking about when he said <laughs> hyphen. I'm like, what is hyphen? He's like, I have no idea what that is. I'm like, I'll be honest with you. He's like, so hyphen is like our college and career mm-hmm. age essentially. And I'm like, oh wow. He's like, it's the space in between. And I was yeah. like whoa that blew my mind because i was like a hyphen you know like in, yeah you know writing it's the space in between it's like mm-hmm. a little like a little dash mm-hmm. essentially yeah. so i thought that was i thought that was very very cool but um you know i think our passion i think seeing your passion for hyphen all the way up to you know victoria reyes our 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 you she's know, amazing our district director yeah. coordinator she is absolutely incredible working mm-hmm. with her has been an absolute honor it's been a pleasure it's been um really taught me a lot just yeah. to see her and watch her as how she leads mm-hmm. and, and everything. Um, you know, it really is incredible. Um, I think, uh, I think a question that I kind of had off, uh, our schedule that we have, mm-hmm. our, our agenda that we have here. Um, what does, like, how, how has hyphen impacted you personally, like mm-hmm. your life as far as, you know, um, how you've been involved, not even necessarily just involved, but, before you were involved and how it's mm. impacted you and how it's, how it's had a, how it's had an effect on your life. What would you say, um, like how, how is, how has it impacted your life? I would say one of the biggest parts about hyphen ministry that I appreciate is it's been a community. It's been mm. yeah. a place that I can even call home, you know, and, um, it's a place where you, I've been able to grow and just learn so much and realize there are so many other people who are in the same shoes as me. Mm-hmm. And I think when we realize we're not alone, mm-hmm. it it gives power. It gives power to to God to come in and invite Him in and to work in our lives in a way that we could have never predicted. Yeah. And I think I think the greatest tactic of the enemy is try to get us alone or to think we're alone. Yep. Yep. In whatever in whatever difficulties we're going through and mm. whatever we're walking through, he will try to use loneliness over and over again. And I don't just mean physical loneliness. I mean emotional loneliness, spiritual loneliness. So when you're connected to a church and when you're connected with other young adults and you begin to sit down and say you're having coffee with someone mm-hmm. or you're you know at a hyphen event and you're sharing your heart and, yeah. you, and you begin to speak to something you're going through and they're like, hey, me too. Yeah, there is so much power in that. And to be able to provide that is like, okay, we're beginning to recognize the spiritual agenda Mm -hmm. of the enemy. I don't want to give too much voice to him because, you know, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I tell myself that every day when I when I go into work, because I work 
in the advertising industry, which is the entertainment industry. Yeah. And yeah. it can be very, it just drags you down. It, yeah. it can drag you down. But um, there's a group of us who meet at my work and we meet in prayer every Monday morning. And, and one of the things that we've shared with each other is like, greater, you know, greater is he that is in us. Yes, one. Mm-hmm. But then when two or three come together, there is no telling Definitely. what God can do through yeah. two or three, yeah. you know, and we see that scripturally. There's so many amazing stories about that. And I think yeah. that's what hyphen mysteries provides. It provides this place where we begin to believe not only in ourselves, mm-hmm. but in the power of God working in us mm-hmm. and begin to believe that the same things that the disciples were doing, they would go out and do the same things that they were doing in the book of Acts that we read about. Yeah that this generation gets to do as well. Yeah. It's an invitation. Hyphen is an invitation to be able to step into uh, into a new destiny with God that we we can't even begin to see it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's beautiful. I feel like <coughs> excuse me. I feel like it's so easy to get discouraged in like this age range that we're in. Mm-hmm. You know, you're stepping into a new avenue of your life where it's like at this point you have to really start well, I, I mean, even before this, you have to start choosing, like, for your own self, is this this where I want to be? Do I want to be coming to church? Because at that point, you're like 18, 19, you're starting to make your own decisions. And so now, effectively, in most households, well, not in my household, but, y- you know, in other households, your parents are not forcing you to go to church anymore. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or they're not making sure you're doing this and making sure you're doing that. You're becoming an adult, a young adult, and it's like, at that point, you have to make that decision. Am I gonna live for God? Am I living God? Am I am I living for God for me or mm-hmm. for you know others? And I think that once you start making those decisions, it's very easy to get discouraged. Like when you're trying to figure out career and college and and mm-hmm. the, all the above, like your ministry. Even when you try to figure out your ministry, it's like it's very easy to get discouraged. And I think that uh, creating a hyphen, where like you said, a place where we can all come together and feel united. There's there's a it's a there's a different bond. I feel like being in youth and mm-hmm. then like being in a youth group and then being in a hyphen group, it's a very different bond, very different bond. We're I facing like a lot of different decisions, very definitely. important decisions. Definitely. Some of the most, I think, important decisions of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And like we were, we were talking with uh, Carissa on our other podcast, uh, Carissa mm-hmm. Waters. It's like, this is the, this is the time frame we're going to, we're going to make decisions that will affect the rest of our lives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you make a mistake in high school or in middle school, you know, Normally not that big of a deal. You know, mm-hmm. the mistakes that you can make in that age range. But now you make a mistake or you do something wrong at this age, it's like there are consequences for that. And you oh, have to own definitely. up to that. And yeah. so it's like being able to, to have a bond with people who are going with going through the same things you are going through. Mm-hmm. And then also like because I feel like because the age range is, is such a big age range, 18 to what, 30, right? Is that officially what? Officially, but it's up to your local church. Right, you know, yeah, we yeah. have people who are 31, 32, 33. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But that age range, I feel like, allows for such different areas of progression mm-hmm. and development. And so a 20-year-old yeah. can learn a lot from a 25-year-old yeah. or a 30-year-old. There's and mentorship so, within Hyphen Ministries. Yeah, definitely. Oh, for sure. You know, there's we have older Hyphen who are able yeah. to teach a Bible study to a younger hyphen or right. minister to them or say there's a younger hyphen who looks up to an older hyphen and is like, wow, their ministry, like, that like that's what I want, or this right. this is something um, that that I desire, and so they can learn from them. And I just want to say something real quick too is yep. that um, I know when you're young, when you're youth, and this may be more for like the eighteen and nineteen year olds, but 
you come in and you see these you see these preachers and you see these amazing music leaders. You're like, oh, I want what they have. I want to also remind you that anointing comes with a cost. And don't ever yeah. envy someone's anointing because you don't know what it costs them to get it. And I write about wow. that in wow. my upcoming devotional. But that is one of the things that God spoke to me immediately after I graduated from college and just said, wow. you know, anointing comes with a cost. And so if you're, a young, if you're a young adult who's going through some really difficult things and dif- difficult circumstances where you don't understand and you're saying, God, where are you? Where are you? God is still with you. God is with you. And because there are some things that you're going to have to go through that is going to produce an anointing that is going to take you to places to be able to pour into people's lives that you wouldn't any other way. Mm-hmm. God knows what he's doing. God, yeah. God is with us. And so I just want to encourage someone today, like through that is mm-hmm. like, be reminded, especially I think in these, in these years as young adults, that there's a lot of things that you're going to go through. There's going to be difficult things. You're going to fall God's grace is there and there are going to be situations that you come across that, that you would never understand, but keep Mm -hmm. leaning on God's strength. Keep staying connected to the body of Christ because God is going to use your pain to heal and minister to people who, who have walked where you've been. So definitely, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. man, that's, that's very true. That's like what, um, Landon said, um, brother Landon Gore talked about in one of his messages that he preached at hyphen conference was he said that, um, you know, Landon Gore is Landon Gore because of what he went through. Like, yeah. you cannot look at, like, I couldn't look at Landon Gore and be like, I want Landon Gore's anointing, because mm-hmm. I'll never have Landon Gore's right. anointing. That's just, and it's not because, like, I'm not worthy to obtain it. It's not because mm-hmm. God doesn't want to give it to me. It's because everybody has their own unique and and special purpose in the kingdom yes. of God that God has yes. you here for. So I think it's really important to remember. It's something that I've experienced myself that I know that I'm like, I've been like, man, I want that. I want what he has. I want to mm. be where he is. That's not what God has for me though. Right. God has that for him. Now, yes. where does God want me? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you have to really worry about. God right. has a special anointing for you to be wherever you need to be. Even if it is yeah. a preacher like right. Landon Gore, you're not going to have that same anointing. You're not yes. going to be talking about those same things. You're not going to be preaching mm-hmm. the same messages because everybody has a, uh, a unique purpose, a unique anointing, a unique gift that makes right. you who you are and why God created you and put you where you are. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so important, you know, obviously that daily relationship with God that daily devotion with him where he is going to speak specific things to you that he's not going to be speaking to anybody else. Yeah. And through that also like, don't, don't be distracted way down by comparison mm-hmm. of what other people of where they're at or, or what they're doing. Um, even when it comes to ministry wise. Um, and I think social media is a wonderful thing, but it can also be something that, that distracts us and weighs Definitely. us down. Yeah. And yeah. so I think just being reminded of, you know, having boundaries around mm. social media, having yeah. boundaries around mentally of recognizing that where people are at is mm. because of something that, that God has a unique path for them and mm-hmm. God has placed you on a very unique path as well. Amen. And keep, keep just keep abiding in him, keep seeking him and he's, he's going to lead you there. Yeah, Definitely. yeah, I agree. Well, okay. I think we're, we're moving on to our last question. Um, what? Oh, I almost knocked over. <laughs> I'm glad that was empty. Um, where do you see Hyphen going? Like, what 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 direction do you expect Hyphen 
uh, maybe not even just in in your mm-hmm. home church, but as SoCal and as a uh, as a nation yeah. together. Where where do you see it going? I think something that I kind of tapped on at the beginning of this podcast was about hyphen being very missions minded mm-hmm. and. That's where I see the future of Hyphen headed, and I think it's already arriving here. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that in our conference calls that Sister Reyes was, uh, Victoria Reyes, which mm-hmm. feels weird yeah. calling her Sister Reyes. <laughs> Sister Reyes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never call people we by know, Sister Reyes. We know brother. her as Tori, and so it's like <laughs> Sister Victoria yeah. Reyes. Yeah. <laughs> when people it call me Sister Jen, different. I'm like, please just call me Jen. <laughs> uh, no, but so yeah, Tori, she had mentioned this week. Um, which just made me think of this, of what the future looks like with Hyphen. And mm-hmm. and her vision was like, we want people teaching Bible studies. We want yeah. every person to be able to be equipped to teach Bible studies, to be out there and yeah. growing that church again. Yeah. We're not living for conferences. Okay, conferences yeah. are great. Callings mm-hmm. happen there. I mean, moves of God, amazing. But if we're living conference to conference, nope. Yeah. We're, right. we're, first yeah. of all, we're going to be burnt out. Sure. Second of all, like, that's right. not what the Great Commission is. That's not what the early church looked like. The yeah. early church is happening around coffee shops. The early church is happening yeah. in your living room at your table. Early yeah, church is happening. You know, like, that. that's what church is, is mm. being being wherever you are. Yeah. And um, something that God was, like, really showing me is that, you know, don't place your burden on someone else as well. And don't mm. try to put your ministry on someone else. Where yeah. God has called you, that is is where you are called, your yeah. world. You're meant to impact your world, not the mm-hmm. world, your yeah. world. Yeah. And, and individually, mm-hmm. together, we make up being able to yeah. impact yeah. the world, yeah. Yeah. Okay. right? Yeah. And so that's what I see as hyphen is that I believe we're going to see so many church planners come out of this generation. Mm-hmm. And maybe it doesn't even look like the traditional church. Maybe it looks like having 30, 30 people in a coffee shop, <laughs> you know, yeah. I think we can begin to just start thinking creatively with God, because I believe this is a very creative generation mm-hmm. and that God is just like shifting some things in that, that, and that we're going to be able to just, um, impact this world with, with the hope of the gospel, Definitely. wherever we go, wherever we are. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I see the future yeah. as. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I agree. I agree. I think that that's, it's kind of the direction that we're headed and, you know, uh, under under God's grace and um you know as long as we yes. continue to follow his will you know I think spirit we're, we're led the right all direction. the way you know and I think that's another thing that I was realizing um about last year when I was serving in local hyphen I started getting really burnt out mm-hmm. and I yeah. shared this I shared this with I think I shared this with um our team and as well as my local team and I was like God why am I feeling so burnt out and and he said did you ever seek me on that decision that you made mm-hmm. did you ever ask me first mm-hmm. You're trying to do things by your own strength. You're mm-hmm. trying to do things with, yes, your giftings and talents that, that mm-hmm. he has given us. Mm-hmm. But if you try to do it on your own strength, mm-hmm. you're going to burn out. You're, you're going to fall. And, and God is, that is why prayer, fasting, mm-hmm. you know, consecration is so important because we are meant in our ministries to be spirit led yeah. and, and to seek him. And when, when your ministry is spirit led, oh, my goodness. One, there's no telling what God can do, but also there is Definitely. such a strength that you and your team is able to gain. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's something I really just recognize the difference between <laughs> my ministry being me led and mm-hmm. spirit led. Yeah. You can yeah. do all the right things and good things, but it can still not be what God Definitely. wants to be yeah. done, exactly. you know? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, um what well real quick we wanna before we wrap up, we did want to plug your new project. 
Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that and when it's dropping and what it's mm-hmm. about. Yeah. So I have a devotional coming out on November 1st called Through the Morning Fog. And uh, a little, I'm going to keep this short, but I actually first wrote this book uh, after I graduated from college about two and a half years ago mm-hmm. and ended up publishing it. Didn't really plug it. It was just kind of like, okay, I'm going to put it out there, ebook form, whatever. Mm-hmm. And had some friends who had read it. And then, um, I walked through two of the most difficult years of my entire life. And I mentioned some of the things in my book. I share a little bit about my testimony, which I've never done before. So mm. it was a little nerve wracking, but God kept letting me recently to be like, you need to rewrite this book. Cause you just walked, you just walked through the foggiest two years of life. Mm. And I thought I had already been through some really right, difficult things right, and right, I had yeah. no idea. And it was actually um, at the beginning of when I had first written this book, when God had said anointing comes with the coughs mm-hmm. and the last two years, I just like had realized, oh my goodness, <laughs> it does come with a cost. And I know there are going to be trials. There are going to be difficult circumstances to come, but I can continually lean on God's strength and the words that he just really laid on my heart. And so when I rewrote this book, I said, Lord, whatever you want, whatever your spirit is leading me to write to this generation, mm-hmm. um, help lead me because I don't want to, I don't want to do this on my own. I don't want to just put a book out there, put a devotion out there. So I share a lot of more personal stories and just share a lot of God's heartbeat and um yeah so yeah. but the fun part of this story is the reason why I'd rewritten it is uh one of my friends he had messaged me and said hey Jen chapter 16 is missing and uh I went to look at the original manuscript and the original manuscript of my computer had been deleted I only oh. had the first draft <laughs> somehow something had happened no. so I took the book off the market and was like okay what am I gonna do what am uh. I gonna do and I was like this is the silliest thing that has ever happened to me. But I realized I just, I felt God being like, you know what? Maybe that was supposed to happen. I want you, mm-hmm. I want you to rewrite this book. Yeah. And so that's where it came to be wow. through the morning vlog. Cool. Wow. Yeah. I'm excited about it. So she has a copy right here and it's legit. <laughs> We're going to plug that for sure. Yeah. We, it's, I'm excited. I am very excited yes. to dive in. I'm not even a book reader, but I'm very <laughs> excited to read I this book. If you're not a book reader, it's a 30 day devotional. Uh, so I like that. some of them are only, you know, two pages long, like so it's that. easy or That's you can great. read it all in one sitting. That's right. kind yeah. of how I read. But yeah. cool. <laughs> I went, I went through cool. I went through years of college without reading a book. And how did so you go years of college without reading a book? <laughs> um, it'd be like that. Sometimes. <laughs> Joe, Joe's giving us a thumbs up. He's a, Look, he knows. Look. I hope you know, like, when you're going to go get your master's, that you may have yeah, to read yeah, a book see, or two. See, now I have to get back on it, for <laughs> sure. Now I have to get back on it, because I probably have not read a book. Like That's a text, hilarious. Uh, textbook kind of, that counts, but not mm. like a, a, a book. I haven't sat down and read uh, just for leisure. You know what I'm mm. saying? Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, but, yes, thank you for coming on, Jen. Yeah. We we really oh, thank appreciate you. guys so much you. for having me. Um, where can we find you on social media? So my personal is Jen Malik. My last name is spelled M-A-L-E-C-H. It's German. <laughs> um, right. And like then uh, my book account is Jen Malik Books. And then I'm also on JenMalikBooks.com. Great. Cool. Great. Cool. Not Jane. Not Jane. Not Jane. If like you try Jane finding Jane, Jane Malik, she does not exist. Does so. not exist. Or it's not her. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not her. It's well, not the right person. Well, actually, there's only like a couple hundred Maliks in the world with the really? C-H spelling. Oh. So, Interesting. Uh, yeah. I'm sure there's probably only about... I hand like probably about thirty McCorkles, and I think they're yeah. all my family. So <laughs> I'm gonna say that's I feel you on that one. Well, <laughs> Joe, has, on Joe has a, everyone has a unique last name, but me. Yeah, but I have a pretty unique, unique first name. So. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Well, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> all right. Well, Jen, it was great having you on. Uh, 
you know, I think I think this is this is something that we we I'm, I was I'm very excited about yeah, this. For this sure. is very mm. cool. I, I think that was a that was a great conversation. Um, anyways, but yeah, it was great having you on. Uh, for our listeners, um, keep uh, keep in touch or keep keep following us on the on the hyphen SoCal hyphen page, um, and uh, you'll see any upcoming podcasts, any upcoming events, uh, anything on there. I think right now the only thing that we really have to uh, to announce, I guess you could say, is uh, HYC. H- yeah, HYC. Yeah, that's Woo-hoo. the first through the third, right? Oh yeah, yes. I believe. Yeah, the first through the third of January yeah. of January. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we're really, really looking forward to that. It's going to be awesome. We have um, Brother Matt Tuttle is going to be preaching. Um, Are we supposed to announce it? Huh? Are we supposed to announce it? It'll be out, I think, you know by what? that time, right? <laughs> if it's if we can, we if just cut not, it out. This well, would give reason for people to listen to the podcast. True. Hey, there you'll you find go. out true. who the HYC oh, speaker yeah, is. Yeah, hey, there you go. <laughs> hey, the HYC speakers are announced on Hyphen Podcast. That's there you right. Go. right. Well, if it if it's if it's not announced, if we're not supposed to, then we can just cut it out. It's okay. Yeah. We we'll just, just, we'll just bleep it. it. The yeah. beauty so of editing. It, yeah, yeah. It'll be like our speakers are. Right, right. And then they'd be like, whoa, that was wow. messed up. Yeah, but um, anyway, so HYC, it's going to be great. Um, we're really looking forward to a powerful move of God. Uh, Riverside, California, it's going to be awesome. Super excited. Yeah. But um, anyways, I think that's it. Yeah, thanks for yeah. listening, guys. Yeah. This has been the Hyphen Podcast. All right. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. For more encouraging messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out past episodes. If you like what you just heard, please consider rating and sharing it with your friends. God bless, and don't forget to be a hyphen.